we have executive leadership from the top down, but it does inquire multiple stakeholder involvement and engagement throughout the organization. But it's right in line with our purpose. We're a purpose-driven company, so all of the goals, renewable energy goals, have executive leadership support is in line with our purpose also. Welcome to Smart Energy Voices, an SED podcast featuring conversations with leaders of the energy transition, hosted by Smart Energy Decisions founder, John Fiella. In each episode of Smart Energy Voices, John digs deep with industry movers and shakers to reveal insights you can learn from in their stories, personalities, and visions for the future. All right, let's dive in. Hi, everyone. It's John Fiella here, and welcome back to Smart Energy Voices. Today, we're sharing an interview between SED's head of content, Deborah Channel, and Quinn Howard, procurement manager of VF Services. This interview took place at our recent Renewable Energy Forum, where they discussed the challenges of implementing renewables across a portfolio of consumer brands. Let's listen in on Deborah and Quinn's conversation. So welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank and you so much we, for having me. Yeah, why don't we start? Uh, tell us um, about your position at VF. Excellent. For those who do not know me, my name is Quinn Howard, and I'm one of the indirect procurement managers at VF. So I support our utility management program. I also uh, shepherd our corrugate boxes, packaging material, poly bags, poly mailers. So if you receive a uh, e-commerce order from VF, I support those type of projects. Also hangers that are used at our retail locations. And within that, with utilizing packaging materials and managing our energy utility management program, which pays the bills at all our retail locations, distribution centers, and corporate offices through North America, it made sense for me to partner closely with the sustainability team. And I'm sure during our conversation here, Deborah, we'll dive a little bit more deeper into the sustainability work. We will, for sure. So it's an interesting portfolio of brands. So tell us about who you're representing out there. Yes. So VF is one of the largest footwell apparel companies in, in the world. And we represent 12 cherished brands that empower individuals in their lifestyle and activities. Some of those brands include the North Face, Timberland, Vans, Smartwool, Dickies, just to name a few. Okay, and the one you left, the Kipling? Is it Kipling, Kipling, yes. I only know that because I have the bag probably for 20 years. It's got the little gorilla on it. It's been, I use it a lot, so I appreciate that one. That's what uh, attracted my attention. Excellent. So talk about the company. First of all, company-wide, what are the goals for renewables and for sustainability? Yes, VF Corporation has very bold and ambitious renewable energy goals that are supported by SANS-based targets. So we have a goal to utilize 100% renewable energy by 2026. And towards that goal, we're 34% towards that goal. Also, we have very ambitious scope one and scope two goals to reduce those targets by 55% by 2030 and to reduce also scope three by 30% by 2030. Mm -hmm. Ambitious. So let's talk about how the goals were developed. I think when Rob was on stage yesterday and I had asked him, you know, is it top down? It's top down, but he said it's in all directions, as a lot of companies are. What's uh, the management, you know, your executive leadership is uh, supporting this from the top? Yes, it is. We have executive leadership from the top down, but it, it does inquire uh, multiple stakeholder involvement and engagement throughout the organization. 
but it's right in line with our purpose. We're a purpose-driven company. So all of the goals, renewable energy goals, have executive leadership support is in line with our uh, purpose also. So you've got the overall corporate goal, but then you've got these individual brands and they've got their own goals as well. Correct. So how is that? That sounds like a lot of juggling. Yes, it is. But uh, all, of our, all of our brands, they support our corporate initiatives. And some of our, for example, our renewable energy goal, being a member of RE100, the brands are in line in providing support and guidance to that. And also our goals associated with science-based targets. The brands are connected to that also. But the brands might take things to a deeper level to satisfy their, their customers and what the customer expects. So if you look at some of our, our Costa Mesa Vans headquarters that's right down the road here, they uh, are green lead platinum certified facility. And they actually have solar panels on their carport. So about over 4,000 panels on their carport. At our distribution centers, they participate in a low carbon and fuel program, which impacts air quality and actually reduces petroleum dependency. Okay. And I've got a couple of notes here. There was a tax equity deal yes. in July. Tell us about that one. So that in was July, a corporate level, right? Yeah, that was a corporate level goal. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing that up. So in July, this past July, VF Corporation issued the largest tax equity investment for an apparel footwear industry company. Any other brand-specific examples? Anything else to bring up? Those are the the, the core ones that are Those are the big ones. Okay. All right. So talking about from the top down, but also multiple stakeholders throughout the company being involved, what's the process of getting people involved? And what is the extent of their involvement? Yeah, it's very good to have a very robust cross-functional team. So you want to have members of your procurement team involved. You need legal should have be at the business table with you. Sustainability, of course. You want to have your tax and finance individuals. And my recommendation is to meet early and often within a project phase. And by having that very robust team, meeting early and often, once projects start to come through to the team, you're able to pivot quickly if a project no longer makes sense. And also, you can leverage the internal team to communicate through the organization within their individual function groups. And also the uh, expertise that is involved from each team member, because we all know that uh, renewable projects can be somewhat complex. So to make sure that you have the right individual at the table with you with a deep expertise streamlines and helps the process. Right. And again, something that came up in peer-to-peer yesterday, different functions in a company almost speak different languages. They have different priorities. So I'd imagine meeting, as you say, early and often, the red flags come up sooner and you can deal with those. Correct. Yes. It's always some uh, very uh, interesting conversations with the way different groups might interact with each other. We all have the same goals. To your point, we, some of them speak different languages. So just the level set where you have those regularly cadenced meetings really help with uh, when you get to the finish line that you don't have anything that stumbles the team when it comes down to executing an agreement. Okay. I like that level setting. Important. Yeah. Okay. So that's the internal team. Let's talk about the partnership outside with the suppliers. You know, having the right supplier to help find and develop these opportunities. That's essential. So partnering with the right supplier makes a world of a difference. If you have uh, that supplier able to help educate the team, for example, VF Corporation, we're an apparel footwear company. So we don't live this day to day, which is very important to us. But having that right, that supplier with that expertise can educate the team. And also when we go up to the executive leadership, they can provide that educational guidance along the way too. It's helpful if they have a deep bench of expertise. So if you run into a unique challenge, if they have a deep that deep knowledge there, but to come up with solutions to mitigate those challenges and help you identify other opportunities. And it allows you to move quickly. It was just so you can capitalize on opportunities. If you have that right resource and supplier that has that knowledge base, you can move fairly quick. Again, that was 
echoing something that Kevin said earlier, being able to jump on those opportunities when you find them. Yes. So important. And you also made a note when we talked about you're working with fewer suppliers. You're consolidating a little bit. What is that looking like? Yeah, that's very important because it takes you from more of a tactical relationship to where you can get more strategic. So partnering with a smaller supplier base, you're able to develop that relationship in a more strategic method to where they can start to really understand your needs and at more intimate level, you can have those more transparent conversations and they can help you along the way, as I mentioned, with some of the educational components where you're able to go through the organization and educate individuals in the organization. So when you get to executing an agreement, that it's not no one raising their hand saying, hey, what is, I don't understand this, or I need, or I need additional information. You can have those conversations early and often. And here's something I know there are suppliers in the room, so perk up your ears on this one. We talked about this yesterday also. How do we, how we're vetting suppliers, how we're choosing suppliers. So what factors are you considering when you're choosing which suppliers to work with? A very uh, robust and deep knowledge on the utility and energy market a proven track record of actually delivering renewable projects, getting them across the finish line and getting contracts executed. Strong customer service to where they have the, the, the bandwidth and footprint to work with a multi-national company. Also strong reporting and analytics capability and strong customer service. Easy peasy. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read a quote. This is from Jeannie Wren Malone, who's the vice president of sustainability. We talked about coming, you know, policy and uh, leadership coming from the top down when it comes to sustainability. And she said, VF's renewable energy sourcing strategy is a commitment to source clean energy while maximizing benefits for neighboring communities and minimizing environmental and social impacts in the supply chain. I think that's what everybody is going for. So when she said that, give us an example of some programs or partnerships that illustrate that commitment. Yeah. One of our partners in a Quang Vet in Vietnam, they were this the project they worked on where they executed a solar panel project to receive energy from on-site solar panels. It was a three-way relationship with International Finance Committee, the Vietnam Improvement Project, and also a VF Corporation to bring that project across the table. So that's just speaks to the quote that Janae Renee Malone added with the activity and the work that VF does. Mm-hmm. Great to have that support. It is. Uh, from above. Okay. We're almost done. I want to um, ask you for a little advice for the buyers in the room. Before we do that, I want to embarrass a young woman who's in the audience. Um, Genesis Howard is here, and she's Quen's daughter. She's in high school, and she's interested in a career in sustainability. So we're really happy to have her here. And good job, Dad, <laughs> getting her here. So welcome. So if you see her, if you see someone who looks like decades younger than me, She's a high school student, so um, talk to her and give her some encouragement. So that's great to see. So we're happy to have her here. Finally, what is your advice for the energy customers in the audience? What should they be looking for? Yeah, I would encourage everyone to uh, leverage their time here at the Smart Energy Decision Forum to uh, make those relationships and, and learn from each other. And be bold, be courageous with uh, when you have these, take this information back to your team to really encourage individuals to be bold and courageous when looking at opportunities. I like that. Be bold, everybody. I like that very much. Quinn Howard, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. Deborah, great job with that interview. And Quinn, thanks for being here with us at the Renewable Energy Forum. We look forward to watching what you and VF Services will continue to do in the future. I'd also like to thank you, our community of listeners 
for listening to Smart Energy Voices and being part of our community. If you enjoyed this episode of Smart Energy Voices, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and tell your colleagues and peers about it. And to learn about how you can become a part of the next Smart Energy Decisions event, click on the link in the show notes for more information. We're honored to have the opportunity to share conversations with leaders of the energy transition in this podcast, on our website, and at our events, all in the interest of helping you make smart energy decisions. Thanks for listening to Smart Energy Voices, an SED podcast. Digest the insights from today's episode and take action on the ideas that have inspired you. Join us every Friday for conversations with smart energy leaders. To keep up to date with trends and happenings in the energy transition, visit smartenergydecisions.com to register for our daily newsletter and become part of the Smart Energy Decisions community.